Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by the good people of Harry's Shavers. That's right, Harry's Shavers. For the best razor you can get, go to harrys.com slash who I am and you can get a special offer. That's right, harrys.com slash who I am for your special limited edition set. Just stopping the podcast there to let you know all about Harry's Shavers. That's right, Harry's Shavers, the best shavers in the business. And you know what? It's coming to Christmas time and you're thinking, oh, guys are so hard to buy for. You know what is a good present to get? Something practical like a Harry's razor. That's right, get a Harry's razor. Everyone shaves. If they shave, if they don't shave, they don't shave. But you know, you know a guy if he shaves or not. Even if they've got a beard, they're going to shave. They're going to shave eventually. Get them a Harry's razor because this is the thing. So this is the deal they're going to do. If you live in in America, this is what they do. So they make long lasting quality products at a super reasonable price. Okay, they've got this German engineered blade, and you can get them for as low as two dollars each. That's super cheap. Razors are so expensive. That's why they. At the supermarket, they put them behind the counter so you can't nick them. Okay, it's actually it's a gift that you actually will use, practical, and it's going to save the person you're buying it for money on the refills. Okay, you can personalize it, make it feel special, choose a color, the person's favorite color. You can have an engraved option if you want to do that. You know, show you care. Comes in the gift box, so you don't have to worry about the wrapping and all that kind of stuff. They start at just ten dollars. They're one hundred percent quality guarantee, and if they don't like it, they can return it. Hustle free, and they didn't have to tell you that they did it. For you, you've just got them a good gift. Ah, oh, yeah. So, a special offer for fans of this show, because we partner with Harry's, to give you $5 off any shave set included in their limited edition holiday sets when you go to harrys.com slash who I am. You'll also get free shipping, and this offer is for new and returning customers, and it's only available for the holiday period. So each set comes with, shaving set comes with ergonomic weighted handle, the option to engrave, German-engineered five-blade cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave, the shave gel for a rich lather, travel cover to protect your blades in the bag, don't cut your little fingies, comes with a nice holiday gift box, or if you just want to buy it for yourself, do that. Just redeem a Harry's trial offer to experience the quality of shave before committing. So get your holiday shopping done early. Free shipping ends on December 12, so act now. Go to harrys.com slash whoiam to get $5 off a shave set while the supplies last. That's harrys.com slash whoiam. Back to the show. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey guys, just me at the top of the show to let you guys know all about a couple of live shows that are happening that are on sale right now. So if you're listening to this the week it comes out, there are only 10 tickets left for the Christmas show at the Catfish on Saturday the 15th of December at 3pm. The lineup is Adam Richard and Edmonds, Greg Larson, Ben Russell and a few little surprises popping up here and there. So make sure you come 
all the money is going to the Indigenous Literacy Foundation, which is such a great organisation. Even if you can't come, look at the Indigenous Literacy Foundation website and it's one of those great charities in that it tells you exactly where the money goes, how much money you can give to get different things. So $25 gets three or more sets of books for kids in these areas in Australia where they might not have uh, access to books and the books are relevant to them. It's in their language and it's about their culture pretty much. Or if you pay uh, 200 bucks, you get a whole, a whole bunch of, I think it's up to 40 books or something like that, something crazy. And if 500 bucks actually trains people to um, you know, transcribe different books into different languages, it's really super, super amazing what they do. So uh, if you're in Melbourne, come along on the 15th of December at the Catfish, 3 p.m. Tickets can be found at joshearl.com.au slash gigs. That's joshearl.com.au slash gigs gigs if you're there you'll also see some other shows on sale in melbourne so i am doing i'm doing the melbourne international comedy festival next year so i'm doing the live shows there sundays 3 p.m at the european beer cafe you can get a season pass for 60 bucks that's four shows for 60 bucks or individual tickets are 20 dollars to each show the lineups of these shows are always amazing so make sure you do come out i'm also doing a stand-up show this year in the festival. I took a year off. The year before that, I did a show with Daniel Tobias, which is a bit different. This year is just a straight stand-up show called Talks, where I talk. No songs, just stand-up. I think it is going to be the best show I've ever done. I say that now. It's easy to say that now. It's four months away. But I do, you know, I've been working on it for ages. So I would love it if you're a fan of the podcast and you're in Melbourne to come along to that as well, it might even be nice if we kind of organise, hey, these days are the good days for podcast listeners to come, and that way you can meet other Don't You Know Who I Am listeners, and you know, you can hang out, form friendships, that's what it's all about, we're just one community. Um, yeah, so that will be on sale very, very soon, also if you're in Brisbane and Sydney, shows are being planned in your cities very, very soon, um, hopefully I'll see you at the Christmas show, or the Melbourne Comedy Festival shows, and anyway, enjoy this episode, cheers. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week on the internet I discovered I share my name with a manager of an Atlanta clothing store called Aeropostal, a shop that specialises, and this is from their website, in comfortable casual designers for young men and women. So old people, not for you. You don't get it. No dice. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, thanks. Thanks for choosing this one. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> what I do is I get four very, very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest, he is a comedian, an actor who shares his name with a Melbourne man whose job description is experienced cloud leader. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's David Quirk. Bulldust. <laughs> he's a cloud leader. I feel like that might be your, your like long lost brother. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I thought I would have met that David Quirk actually. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, great. He works for Google. He's an experienced cloud leader. Yeah, okay. I'll look him up. Yeah. Doing Dave, very if you're well listening, I look forward to meeting you yeah. soon. <laughs> Our next guest is a comedian and podcast host who shares his name with a Sydney travel agent and a researcher at the Australian National University. Can you please welcome Daniel Connell? Oh, thank you. What was the first one? A, a Sydney travel agent. Okay. Yeah. Great. So for Typical. all your travel needs. Get a couple of deals off him. I don't yeah. understand travel agents in the year 2018. Surely the internet has just wiped travel agents out. 
You would think so. It's much cheaper to do it yourself, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, Sometimes you get lazy though, don't you? And just Have you ever done that? Just, but it, you but get a quote, go in there and just sit with them. It's kind of nice. But how it. lazy are you, are you just walking past? Oh, that's right. I've got to, I've got to book those flights while well, I'm here. Because mm. it's easier to stay at home and just do it on it your is. phone. <laughs> it is. That's a lot lazier. Also joining us is a comedian, a dancer, one half of Double Denim. She shares oh. her name with a Baltimore life insurance salesperson <laughs> and a UK employment recruitment agent. Can you please welcome to the podcast for the first time, it's Laura Frew. Both those people have better jobs than me. What are you talking about? You're living the dream. I am. I'm, I'm the fun version of them. I'm the fun version of them. <laughs> so life insurance in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't have life insurance. Well, so maybe go. I should give her a call. Give her a call yeah. and say, hey, we share the same name. Hey. Surely you can do me a deal. Mates rates. Yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. Fruey will look after you. Yeah. Yeah. Baltimore's fruity. <laughs> Baltimore's fruity. Oh, and beautiful. do you reckon she does the whole frugal joke? Do you reckon that's if she's working with money? <laughs> surely she's doing. Frugal. I'm calling her and telling her. I think I'll just do her catchphrases. Maybe she'll employ me to do that. Yeah, yeah. I bet she's like sassy and goes, "I'm a frugal." <laughs> There's so many layers to this. Yeah. And finally, is a man who shares his name with an Irish clown working for the company A Huge Circus. Who also spent 14 years as an elephant trainer. Can you please welcome back to the podcast is Dave Callan. Thank you. That actually was me. That wasn't. I looked it up. I was worried that it was going to be someone playing a trick. Get an elephant in. I'll prove it. Do do you know what? There's four comedians called Dave Callan in the world. Well, I know the David Callan because last time you were on the show, we talked about your dance-off that you had with him. Oh, yeah. The Sydney one, yeah. Yes. But he's David Callum. Yeah, well, well I am David as well, Callum, really. You're <laughs> true born. Like, yeah. if you extrapolate the Dave, yeah. it's David. Yeah. He's right. Yeah, I'm right, what, he knows. It's what mum wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's what mum calls me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's one in uh, Scotland, David Callum as well. Then there's um, one called uh, David Callens. Callens. A, plural, yeah, in, in America. Yeah, so he's kind of he encompasses all of us. In there, a is way. A, there is a Josh Earl comedian in America as well, who's in, like an open micer, but he puts up all his sets up oh, on YouTube, yeah. and they're they're not ready. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Josh, if you're listening, oh, but, don't but, do it. But but undercook there, Josh. I want to leave him in the oven for a bit. <laughs> Dave, just, have, have you ever seen a Dave show like another Dave Callan? Uh, I've seen no, I've seen Dave Ed Callan, the Sydney one, do a stand-up spot, but never a full show. Um, but often. Not less less nowadays, but often we would get mistaken for each other by audiences who would yep. be in Sydney and he'd be on doing a stand up spot. They'd go and they'd be like, He's changed his accent yep. and he's not got a beard. He was an ASIO spy. He did a show all about being a spy. Mm. Yeah. Which I think is Gosh. very dangerous to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going, Hey, come and see me talk about how I was a spy. Yeah, like yeah. surely there's the evil criminals out there just going, oh, and this is our chance to get him. As we know exactly where he is. The good criminals. There are some good criminals, Dave. <laughs> Robin Hood. Yes. That's one I know of. <laughs> Let's yeah, go around. Yeah. First evil one I can Good call. criminals. Good criminals. Um, evil criminals. Me, sometimes. <laughs> we we um, talked about you on the show stealing <laughs> stickers off police cars. There you go. Yes. Yeah, you see? Good. That's a, a victimless crime. Laura, you ever stolen anything? <laughs> Uh, no, but I did, uh, once dad gave me two bucks to go and get an ice cream, uh, instead I got an ice cream and lollies, didn't tell him, felt like stealing, I cried all night, you know, that kind of like, that guilt. Oh, Laura. Oh. But I know, oh no, I once stole a, uh, like a stop sign as well. 
That's 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 real theft. Was that a drunken? Yeah, hey, this will be fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, trying to impress boys, you know. Stolen trying again. to crash cars. <laughs> oh, I guess it is class of stealing. But I ate a lot of seafood when I worked in the seafood section at Woolies <laughs> over a five-year period. I think I was the reason. One of the reasons Woolies went yeah. to shit about ten years ago. <laughs> oh, you think? Yeah, right. Okay, the reason I've, the reason they changed from Safeway to Woolies is that. Yeah. That's you. What are you just eating uncooked seafood? Just just seafood extender. Seafood extender. Cooked prawns. They have cooked are prawns. They cooked, but they're sitting in ice, aren't they? Sitting on yeah. ice. Yeah. You can just eat them. So well, I'm, you probably shouldn't. But this is the ve- <laughs> this is a vegan. And just going. How, how does this work? Yeah. <laughs> um, Smoked right. salmon, mussels. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Very this good. goes on. Our first game tonight. It's oh, called. before we do, oh, yes. I've got a game for you. Oh, yes. <laughs> Which of the following is not a Triple R station program? Okay. okay oh, I should, to the listener, we're recording this at Triple R. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. and, and Dave's got the Triple R. Okay. okay. But this is still a coincidence. It has nothing to no, do yeah. with Triple but R. This, no, go, Dave. Nobody ever lets Josh play a game. Here it is. Which of the following is not a Triple R program? Stylin. Ennio okay. Styles, host that. Style and Astral Glamour. Astral Glamour is by Joe, I can't say his last name, but it's on Mondays at like 2 to 4. Okay, you're <laughs> way too good at this game. <laughs> um, Respect the Rock. Respect the Rock. Nicole Tadpole, Heath McIver's sister. Oh, that's on a Thursday around lunchtime. Wait, is that about respecting the genre of music or the uh, action movie superstar? <laughs> yes, it's Dwayne Johnson. Okay. <laughs> Coming in every time and it's like, all right, The Tooth Fairy was a very good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting you chose that one. Uh, son of Craw Daddy. Well, that's Max Craw Daddy. He's been on the station for 25 years. So that's, oh, that's, that's an easy one. That was an easy one. Or Frank. Frank, yes. That's uh, 12 to 2 on a Tuesday or Thursday, something like that. Okay. Radio Marijuana. Oh, no. Radio Marinara. That's the looking at the sea oh, life. He's good. That's he's on a di- Saturday or a Sunday. You're like, yeah. you're like the Bruce Lee of knowing Triple R. <laughs> yeah. You just deflected all of that. That was the fake one. Correct. You're well, well done. Great. One point to Josh. One point to Daniel on zero. Laura zero. All right, our first game. Me zero. And se- David zero. Our second game yes. tonight is called Social Me, Me Media. Well, I'll read out a status update by the four of you, and you have to buzz in and tell me who you think wrote it. Your names are your buzzers. If you guess correctly, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person actually wrote it, they're the ones who get the point. So you can't buzz in for your own ones. Poker faces on. First one is this one. Jeez, I reckon Slobberdam is an underrated name. I'm predicting a spike in Slobberdans in the next decade. Top five 2028 baby boy names. One, Oliver. Two, Noah. Three, Slobberdan. Four, James. Five, Daryl. Laura. Yes, Laura. Dave Callan. No, that was Daniel Connell there. Oh, oh, Daniel. Oh, he poker faced yeah. the hell out of he me. He did. I, you I, were just I, having uh, a little smile. That was just very funny, though. I'm all about the slobber dance as well, so yeah. that's understandable. That you'd written, he could have easily written that. Yeah, he could have. It's not a name you hear much. No, I saw a badge on a cruise I was on, and the staff member's <laughs> name was Slobberdan. What was the politician? Slobberdan Milosevic. So it wasn't it wasn't in honour of him. No, no, no. It was the the guy I didn't know on the cruise who, who, serving drinks. <laughs> where's Slobberdan Milosevic from? Russia. I thought he was Russian. Russian? Russian? Yeah. Is it, it a the Soviet? Is it a big name in Russia? Hey, Russian listeners, <laughs> Slobodan, call in. in. Yeah, if your name's Slobodan, call in. <laughs> how do you, and let us know how you shorten it. Is it is it Dan Slob. or Slob? <laughs> Slobs. Slobs. Slobber. <laughs> Next Slobber. question. Question oh, number two. Aussie. Sounds quite yeah, Aussie now that you mention it. Slobber, Mike. Slobs. <laughs> Get into it, Slobber. <laughs> question two. I don't really use Twitter. Who wrote that? 
Daniel. Yes, Daniel. David Quirk. Yes, you are right. Yes. <laughs> Another point there for Dan. It's a giveaway, isn't it? Yeah. That's typical, I use it less than ever, yeah. It's that classic quirk minimalism. Well, mm. last time you're on, one of the tweets we used was Twitter's shit. So, <laughs> oh, see, I yeah. thought it was the same thing. No. Um, I thought that was the same. You were you recycling from no, last time I was on here. I you wasn't. don't do that, do you? No. Question. What yes. me, that must have been on Facebook, obviously. No, that was on Twitter. On Twitter, I wrote that. Yeah. Thanks for telling me. Yeah. <laughs> Question three. Best video ever made. Wait for the drop, and then it was a link to a YouTube video of how is Vianetta made. Dave. Yes, Dave. Was that Laura? You Fru? are correct. Yes, it was <laughs> Laura. I watched the video. Good the video is good because it's in a Vianetta factory and it's coming out to a sandstorm. So it's just doing the kind of slow bit, and then when it starts going into that ripple, it's going. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's quite satisfying. It's wonderful. Those googling those videos of how things get made. I could actually watch them on loop for a long, long time. Yeah. But did you know the Lego factory? No one's in there. It's all robots. There are no people in the Lego factory. What if a robot breaks, Josh? Someone goes in there and fixes it, but that is it. It is like there's no, no, no one touches the Lego before someone it gets just made. just presses go. Yep. And just walks out just of there. Done. Until, if, until you open a packet of Lego, it has never touched human fingers. This is what you're telling Yes. What, what if the robots start building Lego Terminators that become <laughs> sentient? <laughs> Mm. What then? And then they get us because we tread on them and we're like, it's yeah. so sore. <laughs> <laughs> With bare feet, yeah, yeah. I knew it. Question four. Imagine if you sensed people creeping up slowly on you and you turned around and it was the entire members of Taxi Ride. David. Yes, David Quirk. I think it has to be Dave Callan. You are correct. That was yeah. Dave Callan. Yeah, it's a point there for Dave Quirk. Won't lie. I hadn't decided when I called my name out. <laughs> do, you, do you want to know a fun fact? I decided because um, I did a lot of good work for the PR of Mr. Daryl Braithwaite yes. in 2017, uh, which resulted in him getting a, a nomination for uh, uh, Artist of the Year at the Grammys. No, he got inducted into the Hall of Fame at the Grammys. Arias. Not the Grammys, yeah, yeah technically the, the Arias. <laughs> the Australian Grammys. You know, you got to set your sights high. And then um, he got a, a gig on Falls Festival, and he got a Greatest Hits came out as well. Yeah. All because of the work I started in... November 2016, well into 2017. Uh, so I thought I'll do the same thing with uh, Creeping Up Slowly by Taxi Ride. Ah. <laughs> so far, no one's really taken the bait. Give some horsework to well, Taxi Ride. Yeah, yeah I thought I'd see if I can do this with any band. I was can't. Get Set? Was that? Get yeah. Set, yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Right. They were Taxi the for a bit, and then they went to Taxi Ride and mm. something. Yeah, yeah, it was a weird thing. Just an amazing name for you know a what? band, really. I off the back of you horses, thinking, what is the next band that's going to break out? I thought it was going to be like Smash Mouth because everyone's singing that. Yeah. yeah. That, like All Star, whatever it is. But then I thought, Huey Lewis and the News. No no they're, argument here. Because they're, they're, they've got a bunch of hits that people yeah. have forgotten about. And mm. I've said this on my other podcast, the News are as good a backing band as the E Street Band. They're yeah, a great right. backing band. Fantastic. They're very right. good. Okay. They're yeah. very, very good. Mm. But then I looked into it. Huey Lewis retired from all performance because he's lost his hearing. Yeah. God love them. So there you right. go. Sad. Okay. Yeah. Sad little end of that story. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Thanks for bringing the mood up. I, uh, I saw Dale Braithwaite at Falls that year and mm. he did horses for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And um, at the end, put, he put on a horse mask and we were all like, Dad, you don't have to. The kids, the kids love you still. Don't do it. <laughs> don't have to try so hard anymore. God love them. 
I've never seen so many people run to a stage yeah. like mm. as I watched in, it with you at, in Perth, in yeah. Urban Fremantle. It that was, was impressive. That's cool. That's cool. Can he still hit the just, nuts? Yeah, he can still see. Yeah, he can. When he put the horse mask on, did you just think this is Callan's fault? <laughs> that would have. Been I did blame you entirely. Yeah. The only yeah. thing was, I watched it, and everyone knew horses. But then he said, "Who remembers Sherbet?" There was nothing. Nothing. Uh, yeah. no. No. Kids thinking, "Are oh, you talking yeah. whiskey?" I remember whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> the care factor was very low. Question five. I'm so daddy. Who wrote that? Uh, David. <laughs> yes, David. Was Callum. that David Quirk? You are correct. Yes, it was David Quirk. Put there for Dave. Is that yeah? That was and an said, Instagram post. It was. It just, uh, which was a screenshot of a Facebook a post. Facebook post because you can't do that otherwise. <laughs> so in a way, I'm tech savvy. But is it is is you knowing that? Is it just? I feel like I must be doing something either really right or really wrong. That's <laughs> just that it's so obvious that those things come from me. I guess I'm. I use less syllables and less words a lot of the time, don't That's I? the big, the big That's the giveaway. Okay, look, let's but look out for more of those in also, this game. It's also something you would say it's just so absurd. Well, I don't think you recently heard daddy as a... Do you know what it is? Yeah, uh, no, explain it. Does it, yeah. did anyone know? I don't. Please explain. Because you're not a daddy. No, no. no. I, I think it's a, it's a term in the... Slightly upsetting term, I think, in the, the queer community when a man will say, oh, yeah, he's so daddy, meaning he's hot stuff. There you go. Oh, is it? Yeah. So I was like is jokingly it? saying, "I'm good. I'm hot and good," but "daddy" is is the new cool term. Like the old them. jazz lingo. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like the spider with the long legs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. He's, that's a pretty daddy spider. <laughs> Thank you. Take hit the showers. That was nice. Question six: How I wash my dishes by location? At home, hot soapy water with cloth drip dry. Friend's house. Soapy water with cloth, rinse, towel dry. Airbnb, cold water with hand, drip dry. Hotel slash motel, spit it on my hand, back in the cupboard. <laughs> David. Uh, yes, David Quirk. Callan? No, it was oh, Daniel oh, Connell there. That hurt. <laughs> Daniel picking up Connell, the Connell, I should have known. <laughs> like I wash a dish. <laughs> It is. I, I just thought who tra- it's, a very, it's a travel-based joke a little bit. It's sort of sh- flexing the travel yeah. muscle there We're a little bit. I should have known his career's booming. I <laughs> should have known it was Daniel Connell. What's your Airbnb rating like, Connell? Uh, it's not too bad. Oh, actually. really? They don't know you spit on the dishes yet. <laughs> they, <laughs> they do now. Know. No, no, that's only that's in a hotel. Oh. Airbnb, cold water, drip dry. Okay, yeah. okay. Very, it's very funny. My in-laws have a very strict wash-up system. Oh. And the first time I went over there, because I was raised right, I went, I'll, I'll wash up and I'll dry up the dishes. And my father-in-law was like, oh, don't use that tea towel, that's a glass one. And I thought, oh, he's just <laughs> he's just being funny. Yeah. No, he was serious. They've got special wow. dish, special tea towels for their glasses. I don't understand that level of intricacy. Yeah. So now yeah. I pretend that I don't understand their system and just go, oh, sorry, guys, I'll go do something else. So why are you so daddy? Yeah, why, why are you so daddy, Bill? Da- daddy needs a dishwasher. <laughs> Question seven. Why the best man isn't called the mate of honour, I'll never know. Daniel. Yes, Daniel. Dave. Yes, Callan. you are correct. Yes, the point there for D- Dan. I'd, I still haven't figured it out. It's a good tweet. Thank you. I might pin it if I haven't already. <laughs> Question eight. I've been listening to so much My Favourite Murder that I'm living in fear of being murdered in the chips aisle at Woolies in broad daylight. 
David? Yes, David. Was that Laura? That was Laura. Yes, point there for David. <laughs> I, I've got, I feel oh. like I've got a distinct advantage because Laura and I worked together. <laughs> yeah, we do. For a few years. But that's all right. Yeah. And let's, may, let's, may again. Let's I, deduct points from both yeah. of them for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. Laura doesn't have any points Can I have Dave's point? Going to the negative for Laura, I think. Because I knew it was me. Yeah. That's yeah, true. Thanks. Yeah. So, does anyone else have that problem though? I just, I'm listening to too much murder podcast, and I'm genuinely scared I'm going to be murdered now. <laughs> it's no, it's no. I don't. Good. I, don't, so I, don't I don't listen to the murder. I don't. And I get <sighs> that people get obsessed with it because I was really into um, making a murderer. Yeah, right. But I, yeah, I don't want to listen to it as a podcast. I can't. I, I, I want to see the murder. Ban myself from doing it. It's, it's kind of like fascinating in that kind of you know uh, extremes of human psychology way. Yep. But I find it's it's actually quite perilous to put stuff like that into your subconscious mind because it's just so freaky, you know, some of yeah. the times. And yeah, so but it, there's a there's a real kind of a perverse thrill, I guess, from going how fucked up can people be? You know? Yeah. Um, no, yeah. no, true, and well said. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Question I wish, nine. If I wish I had a joke. It would have been that, a joke would have done well in there because it's all about tension release, and that was quite a tense dissertation on murder documentaries. We work together, so um, I'd like points deducted from me. Have you worked together? In the uh, show? We talked about it. We did. Because uh, you, oh, yes. you both worked the Horn Oats yeah. clip, Dave. You oh, both okay. worked with Sam Simmons. You both done yeah. shows with Sam. Yes, yeah, and, we've been scarred. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's funny you should mention that because I wanted to make a video parody of a Hall & Oates song, any any of them, with um, this man as uh, John Hall. Mm. No, John uh, Oates, John Oates. Daryl Hall. Da- Daryl Hall. Hall. Yeah. Uh, and then, John Oates, yeah. Yeah, and then the moustache one is John Oates. Yes. So get get Sam Simmons to be him. Yeah. With like a ridiculous oh, mullet wig you on. you direct, would you? And I would be the director. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. That would be so funny. In you guys way. would just nail it in a way. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, but, you would, you know. maybe you wouldn't have to direct them at all. Yeah. Are you ready to be traumatized again? <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm always ready. Good, good. Question nine. If I were a boxer, I'd call myself the good fight. So when my opponents tell their family and friends who they're fighting, it's a nice moment for everyone. Laura. Dave. Yes, Laura. Daniel? Yes, you are correct. Point there for Laura. Yeah. <laughs> Off the mark. Very nice. It's like that? The good fight. I was happy with that. I'll fight the good. I'm fighting the good fight. <laughs> yeah, <that's great. laughs> Last question for the round. Free $1 billion idea. Links Africa, but instead of spraying regret and loneliness, you press it and it goes, going to take a lot to take me away from you. Laura. <laughs> yes, Laura. Dave. You are yeah. right, yes. <laughs> I knew because of the music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost queued it up that it was going to play it, but oh, I, yeah. I forgot to do it, so I might do that in post. Awesome. Feel free. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, you, Probably you're all figuring out what my tweets are based on whether they bring back a retro hit <laughs> to the public consciousness. Do you know, can I just say, just uh, regarding Africa, are we running over time? No. We'll just, just edit this out. No, um, it's in. When, they're coming out, aren't they? Africa. Yeah, Toto are coming out, too. Yeah. Not Africa as a band, but, um, or as a country. Or the continent. But, um, they are all LGBT. They're, they're running the posters, Sorry, Dave, which I quite like. It's just, yeah. And it just says a few lines, yeah. different lines of the song Africa, mm. and one of them was just down in Africa. <laughs> Or the rains down in Africa. Yeah. And I just, uh, even though I know everyone knows the song, I was just, I just like the idea of just down in Africa. So he was down in Africa. Yeah. You can't edit this. You you should do this in your shows for the promo. Just have David Quirk and then a line from one of your jokes. Like, I suppose it is like a bushfire. And just leave it at that. (laughs) It's expensive Mm -hmm. to do more than one. Uh, Probably at the jail would be one. Yeah, that would would definitely, in quotation marks, and a billboard. (laughs) 
and just a little David Quirk. Just probably at the jail. Your picture yeah. probably at the jail on a billboard. Yeah. I would put, yeah. I'll pay for it. I absolutely I'll give you the money. I'll pony up the cash. Well, the last time I saw a full show of yours, mm. are you enjoying this? That was something that you said. I said that on stage. I saw the first show of uh, Shaking Hands with Danger, and you said <laughs> after every 10 minutes, you're enjoying this, right? This is this is good, and it was great. It was a great it's show. Bring back bad memories. Doing so a little check-in. I can tell you're getting tense and nervous now, <laughs> just talking about David Quirk first shows, because they're my favourite thing in the world. Yeah. The first time you ever do a show, the very first time, awesome. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what have Sorry, you been doing for the look, last yeah. 12 years? <laughs> At the end of that round, the scores are David Quirk on one point. Solid. Laura Frew on two points. Yes. Dave Callan on three points. But in the lead on four points, it's Daniel Connell. Yeah, hey. hey. oh. This is bullshit. <laughs> it's always the quiet should one. should be pointed out that... Um, Daniel is actually sitting in the chair that I sometimes sit in when I do this podcast in this room. And you get and more, he's, do, yeah. he's doing the very Freddie Mercury thing that he I like to do. He's doing very with, Freddie Mercury. Oh, yeah, that the, is quite yeah, Freddie. I like the it. As a matter of fact, this, this whole thing comes out. Can I show you? Oh, please don't. Okay. <laughs> the whole, the whole look. Take things out. Do, 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 right. do, do. Brand new round. This <laughs> is a brand new round. It's called You, Me, Car Park Now. Have no people ever done this round? Never before. Oh. Now, in this room, we're all pacifists, but sometimes danger comes to us. And in this round, we talk about those moments where we may need to throw down. And today mm. we're talking about a fight that Dave Callan was involved in. Now, Dave, Ooh. being an all-round gentleman, once saw a fight taking place and knew he had to defuse the situation. But what did he use to do it? Was it A, in his backpack, he had 1,000 comedy festival flyers <laughs> that he threw up in the air. And the two people fighting got so surprised they stopped fighting and actually helped Dave pick them all up. Was it B, he just happened to be carrying a sword when he raised it in the air and yelled for them to stop fighting or he will make them stop. <laughs> or was it C, a potato? <laughs> a, B or C. You can ask him as many questions as you want, but one of these is true. One of these things stopped a fight. Where, 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 where was this? Is this at a Daryl Braithwaite concert? <laughs> <laughs> um, I caught a taxi ride to a Daryl Braithwaite concert <laughs> in Africa while I was down. Down in Africa, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, this was at Hungry Jack's in Adelaide at the Adelaide Fringe. Okay. About 6 a.m. on a Sunday or Saturday morning. I know. Right there yeah. on the yeah. corner of Rundle. Mm. Rundle Mall. Rundle and the other one. And at that yeah. time, it's a particularly safe place to be. Oh, goodness mm. me. <laughs> was, it, Mal. was it Clips or Weekend? Uh, you know what? It could have actually been. Mm. It could have been. Yeah. I, don't, I can't well, remember exactly. That is a but. big car race. That Adelaide has that lots of fringe performers do not like. No, yeah. that's right, and it's uh, sponsored by a safety switch. I don't know how they made the leap there for that to be the sponsoring brand, but it's a safety switch. Anyway, they're moving on. A safety switch for Vote what? Clips all. A, a safety switch for what actual device? I think so you don't. Uh, all of home. If you go to electrocute yourself, it will oh. stop you from being electrocuted. Dave, come on. I feel like it's Get weird that it. I'm asking you the question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was there, so round. I was on the corner of. It was late at night. Yeah. They were fighting. No, you go it was early sorry. in the morning. Yeah, um, yeah. Had you ordered food from Hungry Jacks? Had you eaten, or were you about to eat? Were you a bit hungry, a bit bit angry because you hadn't eaten? A bit um, stroppy, a bit hangry. No, I wasn't uh, in any emotional state. That was negative. I was very happy. <laughs> yeah. Had you eaten? I was having a good time. Um, I'd eaten half of my meal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And was the fight happening inside or outside? Inside. Because I know that you practice martial arts, Dave. Uh, thank you. I am w one with the <laughs> way of the warrior. So, so it wouldn't be, <laughs> it and wouldn't, it 
wouldn't be out of the question for you to have either a real sword or a fake sword on you at any one time. Sometimes I have both. Yeah. Yeah. Which which did you get out? <laughs> and I held- we've also established on the podcast before your sensei is in Adelaide as well. Um, He's from there. He, he lives he in Melbourne, in, but okay. um, there's a few senseis in Adelaide still. There's still a uh, a core group over there. That makes sense, yeah. eh? Now, <laughs> um, uh, so I held up the sword and said, "By the power of Grayskull." <laughs> Okay. That was very good, by the way. That makes sense, hey. That was, <laughs> was one, of, one of your best since tonight there's going to be a jailbreak. It was monosyllabic. <laughs> it was very short. Yeah, yeah. Strong stuff. But um, I assumed it was. Look, it is. But uh, it's clearly not a potato. I, I find this hard because I think one of them's really obvious. Oh. So what do I – No. How, how do I – no, I can't. I know questions, John. Do you think? Does anyone else have any other questions? Yeah, I, I have many. Was it a full potato, or was um, it a chip? Oh, yeah, that, that's a really good question. It was a hash brown. It was a hash brown, yeah. and it was a night time. Uh, or was well, the breakfast shift? It was brekkie. It was like six a.m. by the time we were there. Yeah. Uh, what show had you done the night before? Um, let me see now. And did it have swords in it? <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was actually. It was a show called um, "I Promised Craig I'd Do Something," ah. uh, and it was at the Rhino Room. And I promised Craig I'd do something at the Rhino Room. And I was like, I don't know what to call the show. And then I thought I'll just call it "I Promised Craig I'd Do Something." So that's what it was. Listeners, swords? Craig Egan is a real man. <laughs> yes, listeners. He runs Adelaide Comedy. And yeah. swords in that show. There were no swords in that show. Ooh. Now, when you, what I found, Dave, when you're throwing a. How many flies was there? 1,000. Now, it's tricky because even a big chunk will often just slip out of your hand before you even... You know how they're quite shiny? Yeah, they are shiny. So you're saying it was, you were able to still just throw it all into the air quite easily and just let them scatter down and distract them? Yeah, well, I have two hands. I could like do one of these. Two masterful of- swordsman <laughs> hands. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you're using some sort of ancient sword technique. Um, I was channeling my key energy to burst them equidistantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, After picking up so many, did they then want to come see your show? Uh, did you make them, a sale? Only one of them was interested in the show. <laughs> What's that? Did you make a sale is what Laura's asking. Uh, I don't know if he ended up turning up, but one of them was like, oh, yeah, mate, yeah. <laughs> I used to listen to Triple J, mate, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so though you, though you pulled a sword on them, which is... <laughs> Which is what you've done there. Like, in a way, yeah. you're more of a criminal than they are. Yeah. In, um, well, if you'd been seen by the police, they would have taken you down. This is my concern, exactly that, because the police do go to Hungry Jack's in the morning a lot. Mm-hmm. Not for, for food. any protective reasons, mainly for eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They like it there, you mean? They get it. I think they get it free or discount, the cops. I, that pisses so, me off. Anyway, yeah. um, the burglars are better at Hungry Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. If you had a promo reel, that should yeah, go that, in. Yeah, that would be it. Yeah, put that in. So you sort of, I can sort of, I'm getting an image now of you with this sword, big sword, like a Conan, you know, and you, mm. with, you had your shirt off, I imagine? Well, yes. <laughs> so you, you take it off and then just to make two you hands happy. brandish the sword. Yeah, kind of like Arnie when he was waving the sword around on the beach at the end of Conan, you know, when he was yeah, doing yeah, his yeah. little training scene. <laughs> okay. This is probably not good on a podcast. It's quite a visual thing. Well, it's not good to tell an open lie. Um, <laughs> I'm supposed to lie in this whole show. Yes. <laughs> this, but, this round's about, Dave. Yeah. No, no, that, that was clearly ridiculous what he just said. <laughs> 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 
There's no chance in hell that happened. No, but, I left my shirt on. I know a lot of people when they get into a fight, the first thing they do is take the shirt off. Yeah. Mm. But um, the thing is, if someone grabs you by the shirt, there's a lot of things you can do to use what they're doing. Mm. So um, I tend to leave my clothes on. I yeah, just fair like enough. Dave, after all your training, you wouldn't be scared. So the sword thing would... I don't know. I feel like you you would you would command that masterfully. But what about the rest of the restaurant? Because uh, I think they would have freaked the hell out. There was tension in the restaurant. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There was definitely tension. People were on edge. There'd already been one fight that night. And so <laughs> this was like the second fight of the night. And they'd all been through the first one. And we were trying to forget about it with some nice burger fare. Burger action. <laughs> burger action, if you will. And um, there was more than uh, burgers with the action. No, absolutely. There was action with the action. What do we think, people? We'll just... Lock in. Do you want... Okay, well, no. you, have oh. you got another question, David? Go for well, it. I don't think it has been asked. Did you have the... Why did you have the potato? From, apart from the, all the Irish jokes in the world, why did you <laughs> have a potato with you? Because it was two um, hash browns for a certain amount of money. He bought a hash brown. It wasn't a potato. It was a hash brown. It was like I, 60 I, It's still a potato. Okay, so... That's why I think it's going to be that because I think you try to throw us a little curveball there. By saying oh, potato when it's a hash brown, Daniel, which you can showing get his workings out. Hungry Jacks. <laughs> sword, I just don't think you'd pull a sword. First rule of sensei, mm. don't yeah, pull your sword. Oh. Yeah, don't pull your sword. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 what, that's what mum always <laughs> said. Put your sword away. Or you'll go. Bl- you'll become a blind swordsman. <laughs> no, no sword November kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, Daniel Connell. Hash you, brown, I'm, potato. You say C. David Quirk. Well, since he's... Gone down that path, and I've been lied to by the host now about potatoes versus hash browns. <laughs> you don't call them that when you order them, listeners. I, I'll bow out of this round because I've been lied to. <laughs> oh, the whole show is going to be people lying to you, It's Dave. the lies That's, I can't this, handle. It's, this is the round. <laughs> no, I'll say sword. You say sword. Yeah, so yeah. you say B, sword. I wouldn't Laura. lie to you in real life. Well, I'm going to say flies just um, because it would be quite funny. I think mm-hmm. you dancing amongst your players. It would actually work too. It, it would. would work. I, it would work. The correct answer is C. Potato. So I'll <laughs> point out for Daniel Connell. <laughs> I turn my back I'll to on you all. He had worked out ten minutes before us asking. Two points to Dave Callum. Must, I was actually one of the guys fighting, so <laughs> <laughs> probably should have cleared that up at the start as well. So how did you stop him with the with the hash brown? I feel bad because I feel like I've seriously damaged my relationship with David Quirk. He's very disappointed. <laughs> and hungry jacks. And, Can I yeah. say, Dave? In my defence as yeah. well, I asked. Dave Callum for a story and he said I once stopped a fight with a potato I didn't know it was a hash brown I'm just oh, saying you didn't know until just then I didn't either. know until he so you're said as innocent brown. as me but I also thought let's he, give us a point Josh I thought he might have been <laughs> saying hash brown to throw you off the sense you know oh. we cleared up that it was a hash brown very early on oh, I missed story. that okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, miss, I miss a lot of things so back to my question to how did, did you really? stop him how did you stop him with a hash brown basically there was a fight earlier in the night and um, we were hanging out with a bunch of kind of circus folks yeah and so, um, had this... you been at Hungry Jack's all night? No, no, no. There was a fight earlier on at the last venue we were okay. at that closed about six. Yeah. And um, yeah, there was just um, oh, it's, it's a terrible story. But there was a girl who was very passed out, and the guy just kept hanging around, and we just had to get rid of him. Yeah. And he arced up. He got really angry at us, and we're like, "Go away, dude!" And he was like, "Oh, she said um, she'd come home with me." And we're like, "Dude, this is horrible. You're the worst person in the world." So a guy ended up just starting to hit him and throw him and stuff. And I was like, whoa. So I was standing by just ready to go if anything needed to happen. But anyway, um, that happened. The guy went. He was gone. We were in Hungry Jack's and there was another 
um, guy like that who's just kind of hanging around a really kind of crazy, maybe Clipsal guy. Um, and he, he wouldn't leave the girls alone. And so one of them turned to us and went, are you guys ready for round two? And I was like, I'll handle this one because the last time it got out of hand. So um, all that was in front of me was a, a hash brown. And so I picked it up and I went over to him and went, hey, mate, do you want a hash brown? And he's like, yeah. Because <laughs> he was like really drunk and suddenly the idea of a hash brown was really suddenly uh, in his consciousness and he was very into it. So he was very excited. So he, um, he goes, yeah. And I started walking away from the group with him. Um, and he, uh, I went, if you go, well, go back to your friend and your friend's over there and you guys have a great night and, you know, enjoy the hash brown on me kind of thing. And he goes, oh, I want a coffee as well. Oh. I was like, <laughs> oh, and I, like at that point, like I kind of got a bit irritated at him and I was like, this can disintegrate or I can just keep going and make sure he's kind of contained and controlled. And so I was like, yeah, mate, I'll get you coffee. Go wait with your friend and I'll grab you a coffee. So I went up to the desk. It was like, what, 50 cents at that time in the yeah. morning. So I was like, oh, 50 cent coffee. And yeah, sure enough, it was brewed a couple of minutes later. He didn't go back to the group and I took it over to him. And went, there you go, mate. You know, And that totally disarmed the, the situation. I remember telling somebody um, about this and they went, oh, my God. You stopped a fight with a potato and you're Irish. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Not nice. Scottish, by the way. Not Scottish. I do kind of wish you used a sword in that yeah. whole scenario. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. All right, at the end of the round, the scores are David Quirk, still on one point. Yeah. Laura, still on two points. Dan Connell on five points. And also on five points is Dave Callan. Whoa. Oh. How did oh. I do that? You got two points there off these two who oh. got it wrong. Uh. All right, this round... <laughs> Is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah, Nah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else in the room. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. You get a point if you get right, a point to the f person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So, to Dave Callan. When Dave Quirk was in high school, he was at a friend's house when his friend said, come down to the shed, I've got something to show you. <laughs> when Dave got there, he was expecting to be shown some pornographic magazines. But what he saw was his friend had over a hundred jars and bottles full of urine. <laughs> his friend said every day this year, instead of using the toilet, he's been coming out to the shed and pissing in a jar or a bottle. Yeah or nah? <laughs> Do I ask him questions? You can ask him questions, yes. There's a lot to unpack, so ask him some questions. Why the hell <laughs> would you, though? Would he? Yeah. Would I go Why on? Why would well, he do that? Okay. His name was Brendan. Still is Brendan. That does not make sense. <laughs> That, there's no Brendan. connection between Brendan and doing urine. No, no, I'm just <laughs> setting the scene. Um, he said he went. He didn't like going to the toilet in the middle of the night, so he would actually do it in the night. And he filled up the glass for the first time. And then said he apparently became sort of into it. So he'd do it in his room. He'd just piss in the jar well, in his than, room. Rather than walk to the bathroom. Yeah. Go, how far away was the bathroom? Was it like... Oh, in that, this is 20 years ago. Um, oh, it wasn't that far, but he was just a weird dude. What age was this weird dude, Brendan? He would have been 16, 16, right. 17. How does a 16-year-old afford 100 glass jars? <laughs> that's my... If I was a lawyer, that's the question I'd be asking. I don't know. How am I supposed to know how he afforded them? Did he buy them in He bulk? brought me out there one day and shocked me with over 100 jars <laughs> and bottles, random yeah. bottles. Some of them were even plastic, to be honest. Oh, okay. Were they in the garage? They were in the shed. What we the shed. what Australians call a shed. Did his <laughs> <laughs> did his parents at any point discover this 
monstrosity. Well, they were sort of well hidden behind sort of these uh, old... There was sort of something falling against them. They were behind something. So they probably didn't see. And this took place over eight or nine months, I reckon. Okay, so there was a hundred of them, though. It was probably over a hundred. Over a hundred. In Um, in my memory, yeah. Now, you said he didn't like going to the toilet at night. That's logical. I can buy that. That's reasonable. But you then said he was kind of into it. (laughs) What the hell does that mean? That's what he... I said, what the fuck? Because I thought he was... What's he going to show me that day? I thought, what the hell? Because he, I, I thought, I thought maybe it would yeah. be something. Because well, I had a cousin that showed me mm. pornography back then. All right. I thought he's taking me down to the shed. That's a sketchy thing. But I'm excited. I wonder what it's going to be. He reveals <laughs> piss jars. <laughs> okay. And I've I said, got, what? Yeah. Like, why though? As yeah. if I didn't ask the same question. Like, why? Okay, I'm sorry. This is just too bizarre to be false. Yeah. So I'm going to go yes. You are incorrect. It was all a lie. A point never. <laughs> why would you make something like that? Oh, I'm furious. No, I don't want to be. Your friend anymore. <laughs> Let's deduct a point from me. No, you get a point. You yeah, lied very well. Is the actual story that you had a hundred piss jars <laughs> yeah. and you took a friend no, down the shed? I don't know where you got it from. That I just all... thought, wouldn't it be funny if someone brought someone to a shed and I they just had some bottles of piss? It sort of seems feasible. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> well, I just know that I know guys who have pissed in bottles because they couldn't be bothered leaving, going inside. Mm. They're working in the shed. I've been look, I've been renovating my backyard. I've been working with tools. <laughs> so I was just thinking, I wonder what tradies do. Your mind's going the, crazy, yeah. yeah. And so I was, I just thought this is a this is a good Dave Quirk kind of story. Quirk. This is someone that would have that story, but just not tell anyone. Just go, oh, yeah, that's that's. Life. No, you know, the guy that I pictured when I was telling that story was a guy that that they were used to camp at way out in the bush, and one of them, like there was like eight or nine guys, and everyone except for two guys had to go into town, go back in town to get supplies. Two of the guys were left alone at, as like sixteen, seven year old boys. So this is the guy I pictured. One guy was stoking the fire in this little um, sort of, uh, not a shed, uh, what do you call it, in, a, in the bush? A garage. Yep. <laughs> a garage. And as the guy bent over, the other guy dacked him, right? But they were alone. And that's... I put, I put this in a comedy festival show once because dacking, I realised, is a thing that needs an audience. Was that, was that in the day I ate Walmart? Yeah, years, it was. I remember that. Do you remember that? that? Yeah, yeah. That's the guy I pictured. Great show. I was like, wow. And the guy was just like, why the fuck would you just... <laughs> Rip my pants down <laughs> in a non-sexual way. I yeah, yeah. It's you kind know. of like a tree falling in the forest, a person being dacked. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why is that tree falling there needs in to the forest? It's, like, to... it's like painting your face in the team colours and just watching it at home on your own. That's yep. the kind of right. <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. It's unusual. So, Dave, quote, you got a point. So, I can't believe, after you were so annoyed by lies, you just lied better than anybody I've ever seen. Well, that's nice, Dave. Thank you. No, I didn't mean it as a compliment. <laughs> oh. Um, I actually almost fumbled at the start. To me. Yeah, I got really nervous. Straight, his yeah. name's Brendan. Yeah. Um, I actually shat myself. I don't know how I'm ever going to pull this off. I noticed you shat in a jar. You just had one beside you. <laughs> right. Now, today, now, Laura once ran out of toilet paper, but only discovered this when it was too late. The only thing she had at her disposal was a flyer for Anne Edmonds. Which he used, and to this day, she still feels very guilty about it. Yeah or nah? Was How it two-ply, <laughs> Anne Edmonds? <laughs> How long ago did this happen? Uh, t- two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, 
and I was walking down to assembly, or I don't even remember what it was. Some oh, so you weren't at home, obviously. Oh, no, I was not at home. So <laughs> no, no, because first thought was like, you can jump in the shower. Have you heard yeah, of this? Yeah, no, it wasn't so an I option. thought you were just a really sick fuck. <laughs> you heard of this. I was like, the shower's right there, but... Mm. No. And Edmunds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, I, I, I mean, as a uh, person who's in the fringe, I usually don't collect flyers as much as I can because I sort of try and remember everyone's names. Mm-mm. And that day I just happened to collect an Edmunds flag because there's these team of little kids giving them out. I don't know why. Mm. And uh, then I ended up in one of those cubicles that has the floor, floor-to-ceiling doors with no sort of gaps at the top so I couldn't call out to anybody. And all he had was um, Anne Edmunds, no offence, none taken, her face. <laughs> couldn't call out. Couldn't call out. Well, I could, I could, I could, I you like, could have, how, like, yeah. Well, yes, but th- no one could have passed me anything under. The no oh, offence, none taken. Is that the one where she's got, like, the thing on her nose? That's... No, it's the one where she's just having just a... smiling. Having a beautiful smile. Okay. Yeah. Mm, a lot of things check out <laughs> about this story. Um, Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Just picturing you, but it's an unfortunate circumstance. Were there any jars available? <laughs> <laughs> or bottles? Um, I mean, I had a receptacle. I just didn't have the, the clean-up materials, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I have to... Well, then again, some of these are very elaborate. I just told a good lie myself. Um, so I don't know who to trust. I've been to Edinburgh. That sort of could be likely the story. There are the, toilets in Edinburgh, yes. Yeah, they do. They've got flowing water. Now, I say, yeah. You are correct. Another point there for Dave Quirk. That Poor is old a very Anne. true story. Now everyone story. knows she's my favourite, and I'm so sorry, Anne. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anne, if you're listening, the in, apology has been... And in a way, you have saved me. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say also, a fly is bad for that, isn't it? They're so shiny. Again, shiny. It's not a good material. No, it's not, not absorbent. So, not at all. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did you go? Did you go to see a show straight after that? No, I just went into the next toilet <laughs> and swaddled oh, around. So it was just to, and, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. All right. So to, to Laura. Now, Daniel, mm. one summer at a bowling club, won a meat tray. Put it in the back of his mate's car and forgot about it. The mate found it six days later when the smell wafted through the metal boot. Yeah or nah? <laughs> okay, uh, what did you win the meat tray for? Like a raffle at a bowling a club? Friday night raffle, yeah. Is yeah. this um, bowls, 10 pin? What are we... After barefoot bowls. Barefoot bowls? Yeah, on a, it was like Friday, yeah. I think, or Saturday. On a fr- yeah, okay. Mm. And how much is the raffle ticket? Oh, I think it was like three for five dollars back okay. then. Yeah. good deal. <laughs> and are you a meat eater? Yes. Indeed, yeah. Love a meat tray. And, and what got you so distracted that you didn't leave it? Like that made you leave it in the car? What, what were you so, thinking? So we, it was early in the night and then um, we had to go and drink more. So we needed somewhere to put it and I got his keys, took it out to the car, put it in the boot, then went and continued on drinking. 
Hence how I forgot about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Alcohol's a one for forgetting. That's things. right. Yes. I, I just don't <laughs> – I don't know that they do – I know they do the meat raffles at, at pubs and things. I can't think that they do it at just a barefoot bowls on a random Friday night. It's usually more of an event-based. So was there an event there? No, it was just barefoot bowls <laughs> at a bowling club. <laughs> okay. Can I say in uh, Tassie, the, they love a meat tray there and there's a story where a guy won the meat tray but uh, didn't have shoes on, was kicked out of the pub. So he went and tied two stakes to his feet and came back in and said, I've got shoes on now, <laughs> slipped over, banged his head and tried to sue the pub. <laughs> oh, my wow. golly. Yeah, that's Tassie. That's Tassie. I think... What do you think? I think nah. You are incorrect. It was oh, yes. Man, your story. Yeah, I think you could tell. I had a feeling that had to be true. <laughs> so did you? I make... learned from. I did last time I did your podcast. I was way too honest and gave too many details. I was like, <laughs> so I was trying to be a bit more bit clever more today. Yeah, yeah, a bit more vague. It worked. Well ums done. Ums and ahs. Thank you. Great. <laughs> so the guy six days later, like yeah, did the you, stench. Did it was you... January in Jindabyne, which gets extremely <laughs> hot, like forties. And it was, um, oh, I totally forgot. And then he's like, did you leave a meat tray in my boot? I was like, yeah, remember I asked you for the keys on Friday night. And I had to help. We had to get a full clean. Yeah. Uh, did it, it was horrible. Yeah. the smell come out? Cause... It smelled exactly like roadkill is the best way to describe mm. it. Mm. Mm, his whole car. Mm, go vegan. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> now, <laughs> now, to Daniel. Now, Dave, Dave Callan, that is, while doing night shifts on Triple J, once had a caller call up live on air, panicked, because he, his bird had bit him on the penis. And this caller was worried that he would get bird flu. The caller wanted Dave to wake up Dr. Carl and ask him if this could actually happen. And Dave had to explain on air that Dr. Carl doesn't live at Triple J. To this day, Dave does not know if this caller was 100% honest or not, or 100% or not. Like a hoax or not? Yeah. Okay. What year are we talking here? It was uh, in between 2005 and 2010, probably about 2008, maybe, okay. or seven. yeah. It's one of the overnight callers, yeah. Yeah. Those years are just a drug-fueled <laughs> drug haze, aren't they? I was straight edge for that time. Mm. But, yeah, they still are, though. Oh, hey, it was yeah, late nice. It all blurs into, yeah, sorry. I was getting high on Terrible. osmosis. Um, what sort of bird was it? Uh, oh, it was like a cockatoo. Oh. Like pet cocky, yeah. Quite fitting. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it bit him on the penis. It bit him on his dick. Yeah. So and did it was yeah. so he's nude in his apartment. Yeah, yeah, it was a hot day and he was just like chilling nude by the TV in the yeah. Okay. I don't think the uh, cockatoo had seen it before. And you he just went nip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is you this is something you like you let those sort of calls through. You know, birds uh, biting okay, well, different parts. Full, full disclosure, I didn't screen my calls because mm-hmm. I didn't have a producer. It's all and you. I, was, I didn't have someone paneling, so I'm doing everything at once, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, I just would go, hello, and people would say random stuff. But to be honest, even if I did screen that call, I would have let it on to air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bird it's good stuff. biting a man yeah. on the penis. Mm-hmm. That's classic fare, right? It is. Yeah. So you didn't have the... It's not very vegan, though. It is. Is it? <laughs> I think Not so. If you let an animal eat you, it's vegan. It's super it's fair vegan. It's game, really. It's a new yeah. one, to be honest. <laughs> you'll have, you'll I'll think about that. Consult the vegan enclave <laughs> of North Fitzroy and find out. <laughs> it's very interesting. So Dr. Carl wasn't available to talk at all? No. This guy had the impression that we all lived in one big Triple J house together. <laughs> okay. 
which oddly at the time we did, but we don't anymore. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Just a... Oh, you haven't haven't asked me to ask one before. You've just been buttoning, so you might as well just do <laughs> Sorry, it. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just a bit confused. I, I th- you were doing night shifts, mm. and this happened during the day, you said. It was a hot day. Well, it happened to him during the day, but I was talking to him at night. You can have I'm a thing. To help, Dan. Thank you, you thank you, David. You that can... is very. Don't back away. Come back. <laughs> not, not, not everything that people rang up about was happening in the exact moment they were calling. True, fair. Sometimes point. a thing Time would happen. Time is a round, flat surface. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that reference. Yeah. So things happen during time, uh, and then later in in the. Uh, timeline of their lives then they can talk to me about it yes mm. but we they can't talk about something that hasn't happened yet but they can talk about something happening in the moment but generally it's the past mm. thank you did you you could have just told him though that you're not going to get bird flu from a cockatoo biting you on the well i didn't dick. know did i i mean i was fairly sure he wouldn't <laughs> but uh Do you want to risk it that's yeah. definite yeah. dr carl territory yeah I, I I think this is uh, yeah y- yeah yeah yeah. You are incorrect. It was oh. nah, but did you who based made on that a bit up? Of a truth, did you make that up or did Dave make that up? I made it up, but oh. it's based on truth. You did have a caller so on New Year's Eve in two thousand and six, going into two thousand six, call you up. Yeah, who right. Got bit on the penis. Yeah, yeah. By, by his, a bird. By a bird. Yeah. yeah. So it is true. But the thing well, is, no. The rest of it wasn't. Dr. Carl wasn't Okay. I'm pretty sure people used to ring up and ask for Dr. Carl, though. Yeah. And people did think we lived in a big house together. So I feel like this. all the story is true. I'm not sure if it all happened in one go. Yeah. But all those elements are true. Because I found this out because there's a website. It's an old geosites kind of site about all the regular callers to your late-night show. Oh, wow, yeah. And it's... Pretty amazing. Like, there's all the regulars. Like, there was a Sophie from uh, Yapoon, yeah. and it's all about how you were t- like you gave people like you're allowed to have two Fs and one C, and then you'd cut them oh, off. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. it was all this. It's actually really great to mm-hmm. read it because and infinite shits. They could have infinite yeah. shits. <laughs> <laughs> the David Foster Wallace. Novel. <laughs> um, yeah. So at the end of that round, the scores are Laura two points. David Quirk, three points. Daniel Connell, six points. And also on six points is Dave Callan. It's a shootout. Anything can ha- anyone can lie. It's people yes. who change their minds about lying, Dave. <laughs> I know. That was a fantastic oh, lie, you. I thought, Dave. Mm. Can I, you were like compliment? Is that yeah, part you of can compliment. It's a nice show. Lie. You've really come around on lying. Yeah. Oh, you really have. Big you fan. did a big yeah. 180. Since no. you did it quite well yourself, you've suddenly become attuned no, to no, the art. No, no, it's just that I felt breached. So no, yeah. no more, li- no more lying you. now. This is the final round. It's called Hoo-Hoo. Oh, before hoo-hoo. we go into the final round, yes. uh, there's another round for you. Oh, great. It's called, is this a RTR, uh, Triple R show or a Coldplay album? Okay. Okay, Maps. Maps is Phoebe Squared, Mondays 4 to 7. <laughs> it's both. Trick question. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Next. Is this a uh, Triple R show or a Ganga Jang lyric? <laughs> Out well, on the, on patio. the patio. <laughs> we sit. <laughs> all right. You figured that one out before I asked the uh, question. I think it's on it right now as we record this. Oh, okay. Scene. Let's go invade them. <laughs> Our final round has got Hoo Hoo, Hoo Hoo. In this round, I'll read out 10 questions about all of you people. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You get it right. You get a point. If you get it right, you lose a point. If you get it wrong, the only round you can lose points. Okay. Your name's your buzzers. You can't buzz in for ones about yourself. Here we go. Who here considers himself a custard tart connoisseur? Who is a custard mm. tart Laura. connoisseur? Yes, Laura. It's Daniel. You are correct. Just a point there for <laughs> well Laura. Done. Yes. I was just 
vegan. I don't think I've ever. I don't think you like sweet things that much, Dave. It's just, oh, I've never sweet seen, enough. You're more, more of a savory boy. <laughs> yes, actually, yes, yeah. correct. More well, of a savory very boy. Good, very good deduction there. Mm. Thank you. I am Sherlock Holmes. Best custard tart <laughs> in Australia. Hercule Poirot. <laughs> Charlton, Victoria. Bakery. Charlton. Victoria. About a couple of, two and a half hours from here. Small t- worth, small worth a drive? Yeah, yeah. Small t- yeah, worth it. So, custard tarts. What have they got going on? Just fantastic custard tarts. Yeah. I've had them all over Australia. What do you think you of the creme brulee? Love a creme brulee. Yeah, Not good. far behind the custard tart. You are such an old man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Likes to make a cup of tea too, Daniel. Yeah. Yes. I work with Daniel at the project. Yes. And he quite often goes, anyone want a cup of tea? <laughs> He's got quite a moustache right now too. Yeah. Thank you. A visual cue, everyone. <laughs> Question two. Who here went on a date with me to see an REM tribute night? Daniel. Yes, Daniel. Quirk. No, it was Dave Shit. Callan. <laughs> I even thought it good. might have been me for a second. Yeah. No. Good yeah. poker face, by yeah. the way. Very good poker face. We had a, we had a fun night. That was a good, that yeah. was a good gig. What were they called? It um, was a whole bunch of people. It was called... Uh, the. This goes out to the one you love, oh, and it was nice. like a tribute night, yeah. like, and it was at the Palais. It was packed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And Jeff yeah. Martin was on. Yeah, got there was all, lots of different vocals. It was great. Yeah. So everyone was sitting down. The Palais seated, and he came out and said, "No, nah, you got to stand up. Everyone stand up." And then he sat down to sing. I'm like, "You." <laughs> <laughs> that was bizarre, yeah. wasn't it? It's great. Yeah. He was like, "You're not sitting down. Can yeah, get up?" Yeah. And then he took a seat. Hmm. Question three: Whose family pranked them by saying they were giving them a donut? Only for them to open the bag to reveal it was a tin of spam. Daniel. Yes, Daniel. Laura. You are correct. There's a point there for Daniel. <laughs> yeah, that happened. I was I didn't I was a teenager, I didn't speak to my dad for a week. <laughs> like, fuck you, dad's all I want. All I wanted was a pink donut and it just a tin of spam. it was it was just really hurtful. Mm, pink yeah. donuts are right up there. They're probably yeah. third behind. Oh really? Custard tarts and creme I had a similar story to this when I was at uni, my flatmate. I was off to the shops to get us something sweet. Yeah. Clipper. And he said, no, it was like a chocolate, like a Snickers. I probably would have got a Snickers. Okay. Polly Waffle, maybe. And he said, I said, do you want anything? And he said, oh, yeah, surprise me, though. So I, I bought him a can of cream corn. <laughs> <laughs> and he got so angry at me. Yeah. And because, you know, uni students, money's tight. There's yeah. two bucks. And I thought, that's a funny joke, though. It's cream corn. It's, it's a surprise. <laughs> you said surprise you. Like, you weren't expecting cream corn. Question four. Who only just got their license? Laura. Yes, Laura. Quirk. Yes, you are correct. Yes, it was. Get your license, mate. Yeah. Well, Congratulations. I'm a bloody baby driver. So you got pee, pee plates. <laughs> um, you on the green keys? No, went straight to. That's a true story. This sounds like a lie, but it's true. I have a full license and a motorbike license all together. You go straight to it. No, because something to do with the fact that I had a motorbike license for a long period of time. Yeah. That had lapsed, but it mm. said that I knew the rules. I'm a. Plus, you can skate. Yeah. The skateboarding mm. didn't hurt. Gave him some cool <laughs> points. He said, yeah, you're pretty cool. Well, you don't have You've seen some of those moves. You drive at 110, please. Yeah. He, can, he can gleam a cube. Yeah. 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 Do some backside kickflips. Yes, well said. That, thanks. How's your head checks going? Handshakes. Head checks. Oh. I mean, handshakes as well. My handshakes are amazing <laughs> at 110. Can you do a reverse Elvis funk bangle grab? <laughs> yeah. Dave Cowan and I used to make up skateboard names that don't exist. Yeah. Trick names. Yeah. That was one of them, apparently. Reverse Elvis Funk Bangle. Mm. <laughs> very, I did one today, actually. Is it a grab or a flip? I you grab it mute. You grab it mute, do you? <laughs> okay. After a nolly, which yeah. is a nose ollie, which is your son. My son. Yeah. <laughs> he has a nose. Yeah. Question five. Who here once got headbutted by a cow? David. Yes, David. Was that... Dan. Yes, you are correct. Oh, yes, it was. I like I don't know just screams. Everybody's starting to work me out. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, it, 
knocked you unconscious. It right? was really bad. Really? You know, it was uh, mum's auntie and uncle have a farm up in, or they did in Loriton, up like North Coast, New South Wales. I was about 10, yep. and I'd get to go and feed the cows in the morning. They had a sick cow in with the chooks, and I it was just like an electric wire fence, and I'd put some lettuce and stuff through, sort of got down, and it just sort of half-charged me and just ran its head into mine. And believe it or not, its head was a lot harder than mine. Yes. Uh, and I just sort of remember waking up with mum standing over me. In a bit of a panic. And you said, one day I will put your kind in a boot and forget about you. (laughs) (laughs) Question. (laughs) So Maurice, Quake's like, yeah. Question. I would love to see footage of that. Imagine if you had footage, just just seeing a kid just, even though it was violent and you passed out. Funny sound videos. It would would probably take, yeah, Joe Beth would give me the first prize, I reckon. With a camcorder. (laughs) JVCR prize pack. Question six. Who once got their parents kicked out of the McDonald's? David. Yes, David. Oh. Was that Laura? Yes, you are correct, yes. <laughs> I did. What'd I you do? Psychic. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I have a bad poker face, I think. Um, I, well, <laughs> I, I, I was little and I stuck my finger in the top of a um, drink, like an orange juice, uh, but you know how they have the grabby, the grabby mm. bit that gets on the straw? And I put it in and when I took it out, it must have sort of done that, sort of scratched my finger and I just was... I just was Absolutely inconsolable and screaming, and my parents were asked to leave Geelong wow. McDonald's. <laughs> when was this? A couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, w- I was twenty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to go to McDonald's anymore. How Shit. good was it? They're pressing all those little. You're lost, yeah. Ronald. Love that. Oh, oh, on the yeah. on the lids. On the lids. Of the, yeah, you should press all those. I don't good. know what they're they all for. Well, you can do it now with the coffee lids if you don't have a keep cup like I do. But anyway, yeah. you should, <laughs> we've all got stuff going on. Just gonna say that so I don't get letters. But you press it down. It's like. FW, flat white, cappuccino. Ah. Yeah. Oh, is that what it's for? That's, that's to, for. So if for you get a bunch, they never you use them. No, that's, ah. for, that's for you to if you're doing the coffee run to pick up. Do I, so I don't oh, is to, it? Yeah, so you don't have to go, oh, hang on, who got this one? Have a taste. Is it sugar? I thought no this sugar? was just going to be any other day for me today. And, and you've I, learned, you know, <laughs> you've learned so nice. much. She's, I like you said bad poker face, which I imagine that's a collab album between Gaga and herself. <laughs> mm. Bad romance and poker face <laughs> smashed together. Bad poker face. That'd be a mashup waiting to happen. Yeah, sorry. Next question. Who here told me they are going to build a tiny house? Da- Daniel. Yes, Daniel. David. Yes, Quirk. you are correct. Yes, that is David Quirk. Yep. It reeks of Quirk. It does. It's, it's new. It's tiny new house. A tiny house. Why? Are they, are they... Why am I going to do it? Because mm. uh, I've got. I, I guess I own land now. Oh. Um, what? Where? Is it a tiny amount of land? It's crazy that a person can own land. You know, mm. I don't think we really can. Especially white people. It's almost made but, up. No, no, no. My dad, was, uh, my dad passed away. It's not a happy story. But um, now there's no one living at the house. We're going to have to sell the house. But there's two beautiful blocks either side. Technically, my brothers and sisters own this. And I just thought, oh, I've got to do something. This is like I sort of went into a, uh, a post-apocalyptic mindset of like, if it all goes to hell, yep. I'll have a little dwelling was my idea yeah. and I'll make it what and also by the way I've seen documentaries about t- the tiny house mm. movement I know it is a stupid crazy modern thing, movement I've people seem to have anyone that loses someone seems to build a tiny house there's a direct connection there look that up I saw a documentary and they're all people have left them they're grieving always and they go they build it so some I, like, it was an accident but I realised oh I'm grieving it's like the house is so small it's giving you a hug when you're in it. That's oh. right. I never thought about it that way. There you go. Is, it, is it also desirable because you can take it somewhere else in case you don't want to stay there? Is, well, I don't know it... if I'll put it on wheels. That is the true tiny house. I've seen them on house. wheels yeah, yeah, before, they, yeah. I think that is the true tiny house. It's on Take it trailer. down the skate park, mate. 
That is a car. That's it. And I should. Connell's right. <laughs> it is a caravan. We're talking about a caravan. They're glorified at this point. caravans. Yeah, so it's yeah. like... Would you have a, like a tiny garage and you could park a smart car in there? Park my skateboard. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Next question. <laughs> Who here once got their hand stuck in a cappuccino mug? David. Yes, David. It's got to be Fruy. You are correct, yes. <laughs> I did it it's again. Be. <laughs> <laughs> I had poker face over How did you get your hand stuck in a mug? Oh, I was working at a gelato shop and I was doing like 300 scoops a night. Whoa. And, and, oh, yeah, it's a lot. Did you get RSI? I got RSI on my wrist and my hand swelled up. Oh, wow. Did you ever swap hands? No, because you no, can't really. I mean, I'm just, I'm just not ambidextrous. I wish I could, but mm. I um, then I went to have coffee with my good friend Michelle Brazier and um, picked up the mug. Uh, you know, the cappuccino mugs have those tiny little... Uh, I wasn't having a cappuccino. I was having a flat white. Don't judge me. And the, and then it got stuck and I, cr- I just cried. Oh, that's another <laughs> sad like, this story. Is no- in the yeah. handle. Welcome in to the, the s- handle, yeah. You know oh, so weird? not in the, I, I yeah. in the mug. Like, <laughs> My hand you, was so big. Was trying trying to, like, and that's why I was like, how is this happening? But no, yeah. I got it stuck in the handle because I just, for some reason, decided to pick it up that way. And my, my finger was so fat I couldn't get it out. Oh. It what do you have to do to remove the finger? Probably. You have to get the fire brigade. Just smash the. Got my shoulder spit on it. <laughs> <laughs> have it lanced off. Our next question: Who told me they cried during the film A Star Is Born? Daniel. Laura. Yes, Daniel. I heard Daniel first. Dave Callan. No, it was Dave Quirk. That. <laughs> I probably would though. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Well, Lady Gaga we actually sings a mix of oh, the songs. You mentioned Gaga Bad before. And yeah. You obviously. No. You, wear, you wear cowboy hats. Oh, I think I was foreshadowing this question. Uh, that, yeah. you like a harbinger ca- of Gaga. Gaga's on the mind. They both live in a tiny house in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. setting myself up. I'm like an open book over And here. they have lots of jars of urine <laughs> and they sing bad poker face. <laughs> Our last question for the game. Who Wait here? a minute. You've got one more round. <laughs> Before the last question, just right. to build up a little bit of tension. A bit of tension. Okay, so here we go. Is this a triple R show? Or award-winning queer cinema, beat orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Triple R show. Uh, it's both. Subscribe it's to Triple R on nine three eight eight one zero two seven. Give Gerald and Hickey some some love. Okay, our final question for the game. Here we go. It's anyone's game. Who once creeped out a fan of theirs by asking them way too early in the conversation, "Where do you live?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, David. Yes, Dave. Cal. Was that David Quirk? No, that was Laura. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I just lost a point at, at the end there. That's all right. I like that you thought it was Dave there. Yeah, I mm. thought that's something I might do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but where, where did all this happen? Uh, it, I was getting off the train to go to go home, uh, just on the platform, and I was walking in the same direction. A per- person came up and just went, "Oh, double denim," and I'm just not very used to people recognize me in general. And I sort of said, "Oh, have you seen the show?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "Cool. Where do you live?" And she was just like, "Nope," and just walked in the other direction. <laughs> At the end of the game, the scores are Laura on four points. Yeah, Dave Quirk on four points. Daniel Connell on six points. But our winner on seven points is David Callan. Oh, well done. Well done, Dave. I've never won this show before. Yeah, well done. Thank you very much. Because you win, you get to promote whatever you want to promote, anything you want. I would like to promote uh, the show Astral Glamour. Oh! 2 p.m. Mondays. What is it about? 2 p.m. Monday. It's a just a bunch of like either 60s and 70s hard to come by kind of oh, songs that sweet. you would. I think okay. you would actually like it. It's, really, it's it. very good. Right into it. I'd like to promote that, please. I'm also doing a show with um, all the ninja training I've done. Oh, sweet. At the Adelaide Fringe, um, 14th of February. Excellent. Valentine's Day is very romantic. What's it called? 
It's called A Little More Action. Have a look out for that because you've been planning this one for quite some time. Four and a half years. Awesome. Hey, Dan, where can people see or find you? Uh, Just head to my website, probably the best thing, danielconnell.com.au. Instagram, Daniel Connell Comedy. Yep. I've uh, got a new show coming up called Piece of Piss. Come and check it out and in 2019. Are they in, are they in jars? Ha, ha, ha. And your podcast? Uh, Taking It Easy yes. is on iTunes and my website. Yep. Cheers. David Quirk. Follow Deadbeat on yeah. Instagram. Deadbeat is spelled D-E-D and beat like beetroot. Haven't posted for a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> might not post again. But uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, follow, I'm not though. doing. I'm trying to write something that's unrelated. It'll come up. You'll see it next year, Excellent. I reckon. Yeah. Laura, where can people see or hear of you? Uh, well, Michelle and I are doing a tour of Double Denim, starting Perth, Adelaide, then Melbourne, all the, all the classic festival spots. And then we, we've got at Double Denim Comedy on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm an at LaFru on Instagram. I don't do Twitter either, Dave. Awesome. Huh? Hey, uh, if you're yeah. listening to this the week it comes out and you're in Melbourne, there are about 10 tickets left for the Christmas show at the Catfish uh, and all the money <laughs> raised goes to the Indigenous Literacy Foundation. So this is Saturday, the fifteenth, three p.m. at the Catfish. The lineup is Adam Richard, Anne Edmonds, Ben Russell, Greg Larson, and a oh. few little surprise guests popping right. in as well. So it's going to be lots of fun. So go to joshua.com.au for tickets. Thanks for playing. Don't you know ham? Until next time. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.